Oh, I've got a lovely cup of tea. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, and I'm here again with Dad. Oh, I'll start that again. With me. <laughs> with me, and then I didn't tell you who I was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. This is the podcast about staying in, not going out, and getting up to all things gaming and TV and film. Except um, for when I go to the cinema. Except for when you go to the cinema, <laughs> which we will talk about in a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to start with a bit of news, which got uh, quite a few people excited, which was the Spyro games from PlayStation the- 1. Yeah, one of the worst kept secrets of the last what year, <laughs> two years. Yeah, well, as soon as Crash Bandicoot was announced, it was yeah. it was on the cards and sold well. Yeah, mm, oh yeah, and sold well. So yeah, they're remastering all three from the PlayStation One Spyro games. Now these games have no sort of nostalgia connection with me because I've missed them completely. I probably was a bit too old for them when they came out. Mm. How old are you? Thirty-seven. Oh yeah, I'm younger than you, aren't I? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I just wanted to get that in. <laughs> oh, clever, clever little plug gameplay there. Um, <laughs> bastard. Um, bastard. So, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Did did you play these when they first came out? Uh, yeah, I did play the original, um, and I did really enjoy it. But um, as I was saying to you earlier, um, it was the PS One era. At certain points, it was just. Game after, it was almost a bombardment of games weekly or every fortnight coming out, and I was I had lots of spare cash back then, and um, I was just buying everything, and I'd get so far in a game and buy something else and never go back to it. Yeah, and I did that with Spyro, and I was really enjoying it because back then I I think it came out after Mario sixty four. I'm pretty sure it did because obviously that set the benchmark. Yeah, and then Spyro raised the bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I'm going to get Anne to swear even more tonight with these. No, but um, obviously nothing's going to touch the Mario 3D, especially 64. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a good game. It was fun. Yeah, it was probably a bit too cute for most people, but I see this selling big, big numbers just like Crash Bandicoot. It will, definitely, because it's got that nostalgia kick for a whole generation. Mm-hmm. And and they'll buy it. They'll totally yeah. buy it. Lap it I mean, free games in free games for the price of thirty pound, and they're not short games either. To be fair, no, that's ten pounds a pop, which is good value if you're into that. Yeah, and the look. To be fair, I, I thought the the trailer. Obviously, we don't see a lot, but what they did show, I thought, looked really impressive. Not Far Cry impressive, or you know, like Deus Ex impressive. But I thought to myself, wow, we've done a really nice job there. Mm. Yeah, it looks it looks nice. Just, yeah, I can't get excited about it. No, I get it because you was a Nintendo, or well, you are in primarily Nintendo as your favourite company at the free. So I guess you kind of at the time what I looked at, that, I thought, oh, another Mario wannabe, whatnot. Not saying you, you did, but mm. it, it was. It was then Sony and um, trying to tap into that. Um, when it used to be, you need a mascot. Yeah, mascot. <laughs> and they just couldn't find one. Obviously, I think Crash kind of was. It's obviously people say Nathan Drake now. It's weird, isn't it, that Nathan Drake's been kind of cast as the mascot for Sony. Mm. He's not really a mascot. 
He's a no, he's actual, not. I think person, not an actual person, but he's like a he's not like a cartoony sidekick thing. The thing got I like about what Sony have done, what is what Nintendo have, is that certain icons within the portfolio, as soon as you see them, you recognise that's Sony PlayStation. Yeah. And I don't think you can say that as much for um, Microsoft, apart from Halo, which is, like, very iconic. The, yeah, Master Chief. The Master Chief helmet. Um, I think if you went showed that to a lot of people on the streets, they kind of would not, wouldn't know it's Halo, but they would probably know it's Microsoft. Mm. Um, but I think if you showed them the Gears of War, it would be... Ooh, well, is that from... This is that from that, mm. you know. If you didn't have the chain guns and all that, I don't think everybody would quite click onto what game that is. Is it Macho Shooter 456 <laughs> or is it Gears of War 2? You know what I mean? Yeah, they haven't got that sort of apart from Master like you say. Good that, games, good games, yeah. don't get me wrong, but yeah, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, whereas totally. Killzone, not, not, even, not great games, but as soon as you see those orange goggles, yeah, you kind of know, don't you? Yeah. Who else? Because you've got Drake. I don't think you'd perhaps recognise. Say again. Sackboy. Sackboy, yeah. Yeah. Closest they've got to an actual mascot. Crash Bandicoot at one point. Mm. Um, as soon as you see the ships from Wipeout, I think the majority of people know. Yeah. That to be fair, well, anybody around my our age group would. Totally. Um, Kratos. Well, Kratos. Oh God, yeah, Kratos. God of yeah. War. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Not so recognisable, but no, but they're, they're still pretty big. Jack and yeah. Daxter. Mm, that's getting a bit far back now. Mm, well, Jack and Daxter was after Spyro. Yeah. So, uh, did you know Spyro was boy Insomniac? No, I didn't. Yeah, that was the. Um, they made. Come. Let's say who's doing the remake. Um, I did hear I think it was it Toy Box Games or something like that I'm not sure but um, I guess it's like a studio like Bluepoint you know mm. that do the remasters and remakes it does look very nice have I think you, I'm going to buy it I was going to say have you shown it to your boy because he might be interested he wasn't he wasn't he was like well he plays Fortnite doesn't he now so he's like yeah. <laughs> Kevin and Perry like mm. but my daughter was like wow he just Set that sheep on fire, <laughs> you know. Like she's like, yeah, that looks cool, Dad. So um, I'll probably get that, and we'll probably play that together. Yeah, it's got any co-op element to it. No, but like, it's like this is going to sound sad, but she loved. I was playing Batman Arkham the other day. She was upstairs. I was playing the games, and I thought, you know, I'm going to sneak in the half area playing Batman. She comes running downstairs. What are you playing? <laughs> uh, Batman. Who's that? That's Bane. <laughs> That's why well, he's oh, he Finn. Why is he Finn? Yeah, and because he was in that section when he's you know when you get to that kind of lab and then they inject him and he gets big. Yeah. So she watched me fight Bane, and she was like, "Oh my god, that's the coolest thing ever, Dad." <laughs> and then um, what was it then? She was saying, "Who else do you fight?" Then I fought the Scarecrow. That did scare her a little bit because he's. She's going, "Why has he got those needles on his hands?" Because he's. When I played it, I thought, "You know what? That is quite bad." Yeah. I didn't realise first time, but I thought it was quite horrifying. Really, um, it's amazing how differently you interpret it when you when you've got your child sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so she watched that. Then she was. Then she says, "Who else do you fight?" And I says, "Oh, Killer Croc." And she was like, "No way." And then I had to wait two days until. <laughs> 
so I could play that because she was adamant she wanted to watch me fight Killer Croc. Oh. She crapped her pants the first time it came out of the water, but then <laughs> she was all right. But, uh, yeah, she watched me play that. She wanted to watch me fight the boss fights. She watched me fight Poison Ivy. Mm. Um, but that was it, really. But she, she, she enjoyed, I know she probably... She didn't, she's not old enough to play it, obviously, and I wouldn't let her play but I think she just enjoyed watching it because it was quite... How would you put it? It's yeah, quite, I, I guess... Yeah, entertaining. It's it's like you could... There's very few games you don't mind watching people play. Like, I couldn't watch someone watch... watch these kids play YouTube and Fortnite on YouTube, Minecraft, sorry, because to me, they're just building and that's bought. To me, I don't like that kind of stuff in games. Mm. But in Batman, obviously, you know, it's quite stylized, like the counters, the throws, the moves you can do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's quite entertaining to watch. Do you think yeah, it's more entertaining for you to watch it because you also play it. Do you think the people that watch Minecraft also play it and they're just like getting tips and seeing how other people do it? And... Yeah, possibly, yeah. I thought you was actually going to say then, do you think it's entertaining to watch because you're so awesome at it, Dave, and have the Bat- Batman Platinum and I don't. But you didn't go down that road. Which is really sad. Because oh. you're still not acknowledging the fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I prefer it when you're a little bit drunk, Dave. <laughs> Less on it. <laughs> Well, I am I'm probably a little bit drunk on, uh, what's the word, happiness, because the lads won tonight, so I had to get to a works meeting and then get to the match in the one, so we got through to the quarterfinals, so I was probably a bit happy about that. Oh, is that your boys' team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, finals? Yeah, they got through to the quarterfinals. If they won tonight, they got through. We didn't expect it, but they did the 1-2-1. One, one. Awesome. So, um, yeah, uh, and the strange thing about it is, is um, I'm, I'm, all I've got to do now I played on Hard Ant, Batman Arkham. I'm just going to set, segue into this. Oh. <laughs> and um, Is that the right word, segue? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I completed the story on Hard. I, di- I didn't have really any issues. Yeah. Joker <laughs> beat him first time. Yeah. Um, I got the free flow combat in the game. Do you know the free flow trophy? Yeah. I got that in the game instead of a challenge room, which I was dead, dead impressed with. One of those I got in the game, not the one where you have to string together all Every different move. moves in every combo. Is that the free flow one? Yeah. I didn't get that one in normal play. I got, I think I got the combo one. Mm-hmm. What's that combo one? Is that eighty? There's like or five, ten, twenty, and forty. Yeah. I got, that, got one that in normal play. Yeah. I'll get that in the challenge mode easy because the. Even in the challenge mode, um, the flashes still pop up on the head, mm. you know, of the warnings. But you don't get that in hard mode. But, um, yeah, when I finished the game, I only had 20 riddles left to get. And I flew through, I think, the game only took me about 10 to 12 hours to complete. But um, I still... I mean, I did a little written review and I gave it a 9 out of 10. And someone said, oh, that's a point less than what you gave it originally. And I said, well, I knocked a mark off. Not for the visuals or anything like that. It was just because... I was looking back on it with rose tinted specs, and when I played through it again the second time, I, I haven't got an issue with the boss fights, but I did find them a little bit frustrating second time. Mm. Well, probably for, probably my fourth or fifth time playing through it. But um, I thought when I played from this time, I thought, you know what? Without being a boy, a Batman fanboy as much as I am, that they do in a way they are a bit repetitive. Mm. There's, you know what I mean? Like Bane, you just dodge and throw your batarangs. 
Joker, you dodge him and just pull him off the ledge after you beat up a few dudes in between. I thought, yeah, that's that's quite poor, really. It's not the best. So you were looking at it with a slightly more critical eye? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, it couldn't surprise you because you've played it before. Yes, yeah. And yeah. it's how many years old now? Jesus, well, nine, because it arrived Jesus. the day my son was born. Oh, yeah, nine. So it's nine years old as well, so games haven't moved on. Yeah. In like ways you might not even notice, but when you go back and play an old game, they stand out a bit more. Do you think this is quite an interesting subject, really? I find. But um, what, what game would you say? Forget Shadow of the Colossus. What game would you say has that actually has the best boss encounters? Best boss encounters. Yeah, I know a lot of people would probably say Cuphead, but that was initially a boss rush game, and then they like expanded it. Mm. But. But, you know, like, what traditional game, like, you know, like Metroid and Batman and... As much as you love Mario, you can't put that in there because those bows are fucking fights. Shit, they aren't really. <laughs> they are. Which ones? I think the Mario 64 one was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when he swung him around a lot. I did enjoy that. But, I mean, for... for look, it was just Bowser, wasn't it? To my not. I can't remember them all properly, but... You know, like, saying Batman where you fight different enemies, can you mm. think of one where, like, you, you can say, oh, God, yeah, that was really, really good? No More Heroes? But oh, was, was, yeah, no, well, no More Heroes is almost like a boss rush game as well. Yeah. Vanquish? Almost. I'm trying to think of Vanquish. Bayonetta's another good one. I don't remember any bosses in Vanquish. That's bad. Ooh, one just popped straight into my head. God of War 2? Yeah, that had good boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't know, but Zelda, mm-hmm. particularly Wind Waker, I really enjoyed the boss fights from Wind Waker. Yeah. But they're always good boss fights in Zelda. There's always... Quite strategic. Fire an arrow, throw a bomb. <laughs> if you've just unlocked the arrow, that probably is what you use, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the Zelda ones are always good. Um, boss fights don't generally be... stick in my head for some reason. What about um, Super Soccer, Team Nintendo? What? Do you remember that? No. Super Soccer on the SNES. Was it, was it called Super Soccer? And at the end, um, you fought this t- you beat them and you won the World Cup or whatever, I can't remember what it was, and then the referee says, oh, you think you're good or something, you can play my team, and then this team turns up and they've got pure black kits on. And I think it was called Team Nintendo or something along those lines. I don't think I ever got to that stage in that game. I had Super Soccer. It was a good game, that was, wasn't it? You could score from the halfway line every single time. Oh, could you? Yeah, you just kick it, curl it, goes behind the keeper. Oh. You've just ruined Super Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but if I'm good, Dave, I've got them skills. <laughs> right. Don't mention Batman again. <laughs> <laughs> you can mention DJ, DJ here every time I mention Batman. That's the one game I've got on you. The one game. You never know. You might have um, track my turbo on me as well. <laughs> well, I did take that time off you. There was one, one time. Let, let's talk track mania. <laughs> let, let's try. Let's talk track mania now. Then. Last that's, one's that's PlayStation Plus game. Taking it there. <laughs> yeah. Another cool segue. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation Plus game for this month. Currently up on store. Trackmania by Ubisoft. Yeah. I downloaded it this morning. No, last night. Thought I'd have a quick go on it. I loved it. Oops. Straight away. Loved it. The, yeah. the, 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 the speed of it. Um, not just the speed of the game, but the, the way you can be like, oh, I've messed up. Tap the circle. Circle. And get back to the start. Yeah. Straight away. Again. Start again. Because it yeah. is a game where you're going for that, that time. Mm-hmm. If you make a little mistake, you're like, oh, for God's sake, circle. 
start again. To yeah. the point where I'll get the start perfect, get to the end and be like, I've forgotten what the end looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so I really should just play them through a bit more. Yeah, I was just going through the solo career thing, getting gold yeah. on everything. Not like bragging and saying I'm doing it straight away. I was staying on the track until I got gold. Yeah, I did that, yeah. Which wasn't always straight away. Um, and then I thought... No, well, no, because you do have to just kind of like... You go for it first time, don't you? Yeah. And then you think, right, I'm not getting that. So then you'll have another run. But try and figure it out and... Yeah, because yeah, you, you get to raise your old ghost... And then there's a bronze ghost, a silver ghost, and a gold yeah. ghost. But even when you golded it, I bet you did what I did and still played it again. Even if you managed to gold it first time or second time, I still thought, you know what, I'm going to have another crack at it just to see if I could take a bit more time off. I didn't. Oh. No, mainly because I was trying to catch up. I knew you were yeah. ahead. I thought, you must have done all these. I'm just going to catch up. Okay. And then, But then I realised without into the second lot of courses, I thought, I haven't. Like, friends' times aren't coming up. No, I thought that the other day. Yeah, I had to go hunting for them, which was a bit annoying. Mm. Yeah. Because in that other game, where I got addicted to racing and shaving microseconds off of a lap... Um, Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, that one where you always talk about, I mentioned it last week as well, on the Vita and PS3. What? The top-down one on Vita and PS3. Oh, yeah, Motorstorm RC. Motorstorm RC. Yeah. It would give you the ghost of the of a friend from your friends list who was just ahead of you in time. Mm. Not all the ghosts, just the one that was the next one yeah. you had to beat was just ahead. It would automatically put that ghost in. Yeah. So you had it to race and see where you could gain time and stuff. And I thought mm. it'd be quite a cool thing in this one if if it just automatically dropped in a friend's ghost who was a bit better than you. But it doesn't, and the times aren't even there to like to see. So I had to hunt out your times. And when I found them, they just in like a big long list. And I thought, I don't, yeah. I don't know what I'm looking at here. I don't, <laughs> these aren't like organised into like the tracks. It's just like a list. So I picked one at random of your times. Uh-huh. Raced it. Beat it first time. <laughs> Gold. You're amazing. I am. I thought, oh, this is easy. Got this <laughs> in the bag. Tweeted you the screenshot. And then I thought, I'll pick another one. Let's just take them all off. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked one where you were number one. You were like the top. I hadn't noticed before when I picked the other one. I think yeah. you were number one anyway. But on this other this one, I Amongst your it. friends, yeah. Amongst friends, yeah. So I picked it. I thought, right, let's see if I can get this one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was doing my head, and I did it nearly all morning. <laughs> did you beat it? No, I didn't. Uh, six seconds. Off, I thought I can't do it, <laughs> and it's really frustrating me. Did you get ahead of the ghost at any point? Yeah, I can get ahead of the ghost on the. Yeah. Um, it's one. I don't know what the track is. You start high up on a, being held aloft by a, yeah, yeah. a helicopter, and you drop and you hit the thing, and it's mm-hmm. like a, a chicane, and you can move very minimally to get through the chicane. And I can get ahead yeah. of you there. First bend, I can get ahead of you. The big jump. I can stay oh, that's the very first track in the game, isn't it? No, 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 no. Sure. There's no chicanes in the first one. That's there is in the very first race. There's a chicane as soon as you come down the ramp. No, I don't think it is the first one. Oh. Anyway, there's a big hairpin, and then there's a left turn, and it goes straight to the finish line. 
And yeah, that's the very first track. You've just described the very first track in the game. <laughs> oh, if it is, I didn't recognise it's the first track. Yeah. Um, Go on. So that hairpin bend, every time your ghost just catches me up and goes by me, I'm like, you fucker. Yeah. It goes by me and then I can't catch it. Cannot catch it. And it's really annoying because if I'm behind your ghost after that big jump and it lands before the hairpin, yeah. you have quite a bad jump and you land awkwardly and it slows yeah. your car down. And I'm convinced that that little mistake <laughs> lines you up for that hairpin bend better than approaching it at full speed. Possibly, yeah. yeah I know it must do, because I can't get that arc anywhere near where you can get it and I just can't catch it. Can't catch it and I gave up. I feel bad, Nick. What I was going to tell you was my son and daughter was playing it yesterday with me before yeah. the football started and they was in junior. And they were both gold medalling the events. First, second, third attempt. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm not even lying. My son, on this one, um, it's it's a bit like Monaco. It's got, I think it's three U-turns. And he was 0.29 behind my ghost. And I said, H, I said, that's like, super quick I says to catch because I was watching my ghost and I says my ghost almost fucking perfect I didn't say fucking I says my <laughs> ghost almost perfect I says you know like obviously the developer times are really hard to beat yeah but my ghost I think my times and some of them are quite respectable to be fair mm. and um, he nearly beat it um, and then my daughter she was like a fraction behind on the one I mean there wasn't the toughest courses don't get me wrong but I still was impressed with one because of they got the power slide mechanic down straight away. They understood the power slide mechanic. Your daughter must be really good. Because she's... How old is she? Um, six. Six. She does game quite a lot now, to be fair. Not like a lot as in she's on it all the time, but she you give it a high, you teach the controls, and she kind of does adapt mm. and learn it quite quick. She likes to play Fortnite with H, but I don't like playing it, so mm. I call her down when he plays it. Hmm... Mm. So they were, he, so H was gold medal in the med- I'm going to stop playing, I think. And Evie? Evie was gold medal in them? Yeah. Oh, God. I was really struggling to get some of these. I've had to leave a couple of them. <sighs> There's some on, I think, the second lot of circuits, which I wasn't enjoying the second lot. It's more yeah. off-roady. More Very like, tough, because of, the, because of the camber in the roads and stuff, and you one bump and you're flipping and flopping. And... Yeah, and the, the two I've left at Silver... Other yeah. two, where uh, you do three laps. The one thing I'll say, it's a great game. Look, I think it looks fantastic. I love the arcade, the colours, um, how fast it is. I like the fact you've got a low camera angle and it automatically changes the camera angle on the um, some you know like the loop de loops and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I hate that game mechanic. They did it in Sonic All Stars Racing, where you need to get so many gold medals and that to keep accessing more and more races than campaign because my son and daughter love it but I know some of the tougher courses are beyond them yeah so if you bought them that in theory they would never be able to access those yeah it's, it's annoying um, I'm, I'm the same because I when I started to struggle with the uh, the off-road stuff I was like oh, I think I need to, need to do this to progress and it's, yeah it's crappy because I'm not I'm, I'm really not very good I got through the first set of courses quite quickly but the off-road Rally style stuff. I thought, oh, yeah, God, this is I, so annoying. I think it does. You know, like okay, you got the they're different. Like you've got that kind of Daytona car, off-road car, Formula One car, and whatnot. Yeah. And I think like the first batch, I think you will pretty much gold medal all those easy enough. But as you progress to the second and third, but you know, like the Formula One cars and that, they will get tougher. So hopefully, it will be easy enough to 
unlock them all. I'm gonna, like I say, I'm, I'm back on it now, so I'll be trying to complete it. I'm not gonna go for the platinum on that. I'm not suicidal. <laughs> um, have you tried it in VR? No, I haven't. Are you going to? Probably, yeah. I mean, I've got loads Ooh. of VR stuff to try. Mm-hmm. I've got that There's another sale on VR, isn't there? Only so. Yeah, there is. There's nothing in it I want at the moment. That accounting plus is meant to be really good, you know. Yeah, I'd heard that. Is that in the sale? Well, how much is it going for? I think it's six pounds, seven pounds. Mm, that's cheap. I've got a lot to play on VR though. I've got a whole second batch of demo discs that, like VR demo two. So there's a mm-hmm. whole bunch in there. I've got. Um, Are those downloadable off the store? The VR demos. Yeah. The PlayStation demo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I've got that. We expect you to die. I haven't started that yet. But the VR. Mm. Stranger Things to try the Trico thing what's it yeah. um, Last Guardian thing I just haven't walked, I haven't got around to it I was going to play it today but I was expecting a delivery and it didn't come too late look they, don't, they patched The Last Guardian with a VR patch there's a there's a downloadable thing not part yeah. of the game and I think it's probably just like an interaction with the big bird dog thing yeah but I want to try that because I love the big okay. bird dog <laughs> well I've almost got my money saved now I'm just going to hang out till my birthday mm. and then I think I'll um, be ordering one mm-hmm. and um, I think the Xbox will be going upstairs permanently um, to H's room um, possibly yeah mm. I can't even bring myself to finish Quantum Break and I love Remedy games but it's just so fucking boring <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah not floating your boat at all no Nothing, and I don't want to play Forza because I'd rather play Gran Turismo. Mm. Um, I'm not obviously that not overly fussed about playing Horizon because I'm really enjoying um, Trackmania Turbo. Turbo, like Trackmania Turbo. Why don't you sell um, it? No, because no, I'll keep it because something will pop up at some point. Plus, H wants to play for he's mad petrol head, isn't he? <laughs> and he really wants to, he, they both love Forza, Evie loves it as well. So, is that them in the background? Well, I'm like, yeah, can you hear? I'm sorry. I'll probably, <laughs> actually, I might just give the Xbox to Eva. Yeah. <laughs> Drive H man, two birds with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> What's H play Fortnite on? It's PS4. It's PS4. Yeah. Is that a free download? Yeah, it's a free to play game, isn't it? But then they've got loads of stuff in game. Like, you could buy uh, a dab, you know, a dabbies. Yeah. A dab celebration for £4. Four pounds. Yes, four pounds. But um, I've refused to let him use his money or mine when he was on about it. And I said, nope. I let him buy the starter pack, which had some V books and and a skin and something else. I think that was four quid again or or five. I let him buy that, but the rest I said to him, like, you're not getting into all that nonsense. <laughs> four pounds for a dab celebration. Yep. All the footballers are doing them, which doesn't help. When they score goals in the football league, now a lot of them are doing these celebrations from Fortnite. Oh my god, mate! It's like it's David pop, James all over culture again. phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah. I bet PUBG's a bit worried. It's mate worried. They're getting battered, boy. Yeah, they really already. It's, it's got it's bre- it's breaking Twitch. Is it Twitch the streaming service? Yeah, yeah. It's breaking records on there. Um. They they made an exclusive skin for um, I think it was something like legendary status or something Fortnite did. Mm. And it, I think it was twenty or fifteen dollars to buy, 
and that many people trying to buy it, it crashed the servers. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, to be fair, though, they're adding a new mode, which is free. Play of the enemy, which is like a horde mode. But if you pay, like, if you buy this $10 pack, which gives you stuff anyway, you can access it now and play it in, like, beta form, beta form. How do you pronounce that? B-E-T-A. Is it beta, beta? It depends if you're British or American, American I think. Yeah. I think Americans say beta. Beta. Yeah. I, think I say beta, I think. Yeah. I think I do. I probably flip-flop, to be honest, depends who I've been listening to. Beta sounds better, but I feel like I'm trying to be an American when I say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, he gets it. I don't. I, have, I tried it. I didn't click with it. But, um, what's, this like, what's this like selling point? What's what's the... It's 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 PUBG with building mechanics. It's like a, a kind of, I suppose, it's not Minecraft, but it's got a blend of Minecraft where you can, like, like my mate... I asked my mate today, because obviously he explained it better to me than H... He said to me, basically, it's like high ground wins, which is, I suppose, quite realistic in a gun battle. Mm. And then um, he says, so like you'll you'll start building stairs, like out of con- it's that easy to build really quick. He says, and you'll you'll try to get high ground, and or you'll build a wall around yourself while you're being shot at from a certain direction, and stuff like that. He says it's it's really. He said you, he can't explain it, but he says um, he's a massive online shooter ga- game or whatever you want to call it. Mm. He says and he only plays Fortnite now. Mm. Crazy! Everyone's getting nuts yeah. for it anyway. So I play to them because they've they are working the socks off it on it. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, like adding stuff and making sure it runs great and whatnot. Fair play to them. They deserve the success, I think. And unlike, I'm not saying PUBG doesn't deserve the success, but all you ever seem to hear about that now is issues with frame rates and oh, yeah, other glitchy. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what we've not been playing. Um, yep. Me and you did try No Way Out, though. Yes, we played that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah I felt like, because you played the section I played with you with your son already, Yeah. I felt like I was just sort of like, I don't know, like, you weren't into it. I was. Well, I, yeah. just, I didn't want to do too much. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. enjoying it, but I didn't want to ruin it by telling you where to go or what to do. Mm. I get that, but I just, I felt like... um. I don't know. Like, I, I know what you're trying to say. It's one of those games where you, once you've played it, yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah. The experience has gotten a bit like Brothers, really. I really enjoyed that. The only reason I went back through that twice, I think, was to 100% my trophy list. But it's a bit like um, the Telltale games, and that is in not like like plays like them. But once you've had that experience, you don't really want to go back through it again. It's mm. Stories told. Yeah. And like we said, the gameplay mechanics are only there in certain parts once. Yeah, but I know what you're getting at, and it does make sense. Yeah. So how far ahead are you and your boy from that point? Because I know he stopped. We've he escaped with it. <laughs> playing frontline. Fortnite. Yeah, we've escaped prison, and we escaped the law twice more since then. How many, the, how many hours would you say that is ahead? Oh, probably an hour and a half, if that. Oh, cool. So the I way can... me and you were going through it, probably less than that. Cool. So we could catch um, up quite quick. Yeah, I mean, me and my son, we were we were literally talking to everybody. Joined and in the house, we were playing the guitar and piano together and stuff, trying to get the yeah the rhythm right. So, for those who don't know, No Way Out is a completely co-op game uh, where you play two people trying to break out of prison. That's basically it, isn't it? Yeah, they're on a um, 
plot-wise. But no, they're on a mission for revenge, aren't they? That's why they escaped. They want oh, to get yeah. Harvey. They want to get Harvey and kill him. Yeah. Or, you know, get him back for what he's done to them. Yeah. You'll see more of that as it progresses. You'll because it kind of flashbacks. Cool. Looking forward to that. I do want to keep playing it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get yeah. back on it. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was. Um. It looks like uh, Uncharted a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's a good more, comparison. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more cartoony, but it has that sort of feel to it. Yeah, um, but very, very co-op. Everything's co-op based. Uh-huh. Like, there was quite a few puzzles where you were the lookout. Yeah, and I was doing something, or vice versa. Yeah, or when we both had to get that timing for shimmying up that wall back to back. Yes, I, lo- I really enjoyed that bit. That's, That's good, really clever. <laughs> They're almost like um, little mini games within. within yeah, it. yeah, but they don't feel like mini games, even though they are. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, they're boiled down. That's what they are, but they're not a mini game as such. It's not like it's don't like yeah. break away and do this extra little bit. It's, it progresses the plot, but it, yeah. the mechanic is like an extra little mini game type thing. It was good. I really enjoyed it. It is. It's a good game. I'd love to see them do something, do another game in in that kind of design. Yeah. Yeah, but um, obviously a different story and whatnot. But obviously, I haven't finished this yet, but I've heard the, the shooting sections are a bit weak. Okay. But you can forgive them for that. If, well, see, some people's weep to me is just like, oh, yeah, it's okay. It works. Yeah, you've always said that Uncharted was quite weak on the gunplay, but that was an def- issue for me. It was better on four, but I, you know what I hated about it? Um, I always felt like there's nothing really wrong with it, but everything else in the game excels. Like, st- I think what drags Uncharted from mediocre to excellence is it story set pieces visuals all that kind of stuff the scripting is absolutely brilliant isn't it? yeah um, and it, it does feel like you're playing through like an Indiana Jones yeah game they're all better than um, the last Indiana Jones film <laughs> yeah yeah um, but what I hated was the way the, the enemy used to like stand there and then you, you'd get your cursor on them all cross there and then just as you're about to pull the trigger you did a little, this little skip to the right or Oh, and then you look to the left, like a yeah. shimmy. Yeah, yeah. So that was frustrating. Yeah, and I don't think they ever eradicated that till probably the third game, or was it the fourth? I can seem to remember it in fourth, or maybe it's just yeah. seared into my brain. Mm. Anyway, just, that, that was no way out. Yeah, <laughs> 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 onto Uncharted. <laughs> onto Uncharted. We haven't played that Tangent. for a while. Yeah. Um, Thimbleweed Park. I picked that up on yes. the, uh, the Switch. Okay. I'm Didn't surprised for a while. I'm surprised I got it before you because I suspect this is one you will pick up. It's all, it was on sale and used to sell, but I didn't pick it up because. No, I'll tell you why I didn't pick it up, and then you can tell me if it's an issue or not. My mate said to me that he doesn't like the way it controls. It controls like one of the old, old, eight-bit games where you kind of have to. It comes up, down, left, right, in right, and at the bottom, and you press it and then move up. It's not like you don't move them with your analog. Is that right? Yeah, there's a cursor, and you're clicking where you want the person to go. Mm-hmm. Is it frustrating? Uh, yeah, it is, it is odd, but I've also played it a bit in handheld, and you can, because I've got it on Switch, and you can yeah. just tap the screen. The screen? Yeah. So it's like a, like a mouse. Mm-hmm. So that that was good. That 
it eradicated that annoyance. But yeah, on the big screen, it is a little bit annoying and a little bit like, yeah. why have they done this? It seems like yeah, it seems like choice. a really bad. I know what they've gone for, but it seems like a bad game. Um, game design decision in this area. You should probably have two options. Yeah, two options, or just not have the way they've done it. <laughs> yeah, because it would make more sense to walk around. Mhm. So, gameplay wasn't apart from that. Uh, everything else about it is really good. It's it breaks the fourth wall a few times. It's funny. It's intriguing mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the plot. It's very early days, but what's going on is quite interesting. Yeah, very much in its own little universe. Like this stuff, yeah, couldn't happen anywhere else. The technology and things they've integrated into the world. Yeah, to play with game mechanics, which I haven't really mm-hmm. explored very much yet. I've just sort of been discovering these. But uh, yeah, um, four playable characters so far. And I think that's all of them. And again, I've so far I've played some in the past, uh, some in the future, and it's just general point-and-click adventure stuff, like finding mm-hmm. the right information and the right things to interact with the right people. Yeah. But um, so far, because all point-and-click games, I find when I get stuck, that's it, I'm stuck. I cannot yeah. get out of it. But so far, I've not been stuck to the point where I've had to cheat. Nothing illogical. Nothing too illogical. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, good. Graphically, um, old school, but in a good way. Yeah, I was just going to say, visually, it looks very nice to me. Mm, yeah, it is. I wish they hadn't quite gone so old school with text. They could have sharpened that up a little bit. Yeah. But um, it is in keeping. Maybe it would look odd with crisper text, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen that. It's still in the old pixel style, yeah. isn't it? The text. Yeah. But it, it works for what it is. And, um, I'm enjoying it so far. It's quite early days. Very early. How long have you been playing it? Do you know? Um, what, in actual hours? Yeah, do, I was going to say, do you think it's going to be about eight, ten hours long? I couldn't say how long it's going to be. It's um, no. it's a borderline, uh, not the sort of game I normally would get on the Switch because... When I'm playing the Switch on the go, which is where I play a lot of my Switch, mm-hmm. we generally listen to a podcast. Yeah. But this has got spoken word. Oh, it's actually got um, voice actors. Yeah, voice actors. All very good too. And I, mm-hmm. I want to listen to it, so it puts me off playing it on the go. Because yeah. if I don't, I've got my podcast. The amount of podcasts I listen to is very much related to how much travel and lunch break I get. <laughs> So if I don't listen to my podcast, they'll stack yeah. up, and I don't like missing any. So I've been playing it at home. Hat and head. Now, oh, now I'm thinking, what a... Didn't I buy this in the sale? Is it not in you, the sale now? I don't know if it's still in the sale. I'll have to have a look tomorrow. I'm off work tomorrow, so I'll, it, I'll, I'll have a look, is. and I might just pick it up. Hmm. It's good. Um, I, I started playing it the night my Switch temporarily died. Yeah. Uh, which was April first, because you thought I was joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tweeted it out. I had my. I wasn't playing it at the time. My switch was docked, and I was on the PlayStation. Mhm. And my area had a power cut. A whole postcode went down. And um. For half an hour later, after we had the house alarm stopped going off and power came back, my switch came back on, or everything came back on. Mhm. And I wasn't concerned. Everything came back on absolutely fine. Everything was okay. My switch the next day, though, was dead. Completely dead. It wouldn't charge in the dock. 
wouldn't display anything on the screen. And it, when yeah. I put it in the dock, it was half full on battery. So then I really yeah. So I I plugged it in with the cable, not in a dock, in the cable, and mm-hmm. it did nothing. Nothing happened. I was like, oh no, <laughs> no, because I got so many hours in all these other games uh, ploughed in, and there's no cloud save on this switch. So yeah, bad, bad, bad situation. And I wish Nintendo would do cloud saving because that would just eradicate this issue. Will they? Oh, they've got to. I don't see how they can not. They've got to, got to, got to get cloud saving. When do they start charging for their online service? September. Mm. Is there enough online con- game games with online to support that? That mm. fee? I think they're probably going to roll that out, get Smash Brothers out, mm. and then they're going to be launching the... Um, they're going to remake old games, aren't they? Not remake them, but revisit yeah, old games, tart content, them up yeah. and give them online multiplayer. Mm. So, and it's cheap too. It's 20 pounds a year, isn't it? It's 20 Twenty dollars. I don't know if they'll. That probably will just be twenty pounds a year. Yeah, that is. Is that cheap though? It's cheap. Mm-hmm. What do you get for that twenty pounds a year? You get to play online. Okay. Uh, and you get these <laughs> games that they're going to be remaking and putting out. I think. Is it? Isn't that like one NES or one SNES game a month though? And isn't that that you get it for two or three months and then you have to pay for it, or did they change that element? I think that got changed, but it's... Yeah. Alright, let's say you get to keep them. So you get this one one or two SNES or Nintendo NES games among. Mm. Well, it's, for me, that's crap, because I don't revisit old games. Hardly yeah. Ever. So I wouldn't use that at all. I'd probably keep download yeah. the big hitters. If they ever released a big hitter, I'd be yeah. doubtful they would like put Mario 3 on there or anything like that. They'd probably be paid. To me, like, I can understand why they can't do what Microsoft and Sony do because obviously they don't get that they haven't got that element of third party support yet to be able to throw mm. some of some of the bigger games at it. But I just kind of think mm, I don't know, I just think like they want to charge because they want that a slice of that pie that um Sony and Microsoft have got because obviously they're making shitloads of money out of it, Sony and Microsoft. But they want a slice of it, but they don't want to go all in on the actual <laughs> Kind of, well, you know, what they. Yeah, want. I agree, but also it's not free to host all that online stuff. Uh, this is don't get me wrong. I had to point this at Nintendo, no, Sony, and Microsoft as well. PC does it all for free, doesn't it? PC games. Yeah, but aren't they hosted on someone's PC? Well, I don't I don't think they all are. Are they the servers provided for certain games? Aren't isn't there? Um, I don't know who it all know. works, but you know, it's like I've just seen, the, seen it said before in the past by um, gamers saying, "Well, I don't pay for online through PCs, you know, and I game on PC." Maybe because nobody would; they would just self-host or something. Possibly, yeah. I suppose with all the different um, architectures and they involved with PC. Yeah. But, so you think you think like say if it's eighteen pounds, you think that would be good value? I think. I mean, it's not a lot of money. It's like one pound eighty a month, or just under, yeah. isn't it? One pound sixty, fifty a month. To be honest, I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I don't know anyone else with a switch, and hmm. I mainly, almost exclusively, play single player games. 
Yeah. So I'll see what they're offering. I think I think they could chuck a free game a month out there, not just from their own catalogue, but they've got so many indies, so many yeah. indies yeah. that are supporting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, every week there's like 10 to 20 new games dropped. With PlayStation Plus, I think it's good value, but um, I'm more a PlayStation Plus member for the single for the games than the online. Yeah. So next year when it changes around a bit, like I mean, to be fair, the, the signs have been good since they made that announcement. We've had four good games in two months. Yeah. So we'll see where they go with it, Sony, but um, they've got to justify that price hike and deduction of games from next year, haven't they? Well, the games, the games will get bigger and better because there's more games out. They've, they've yes, got more they yes. can pick from in the past. Remember the yeah. PlayStation 3, the games were mm-hmm. pretty incredible that were being given away. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of they were like AAA games that were full price retail games, and they were just giving them away. I don't know why someone don't chuck in like a free PlayStation Now rental. It just get yeah. just to expose the service. Yeah, that yeah that would be that would make a lot of sense. You know, and they should turn PlayStation Now into the option to download the games as well as stream them. But the problem with that is you won't be able to download and play the game the PS3 games related to the architecture. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. How did we mm. get it? God knows. <laughs> Oh, my, my Switch. Yeah, <laughs> my Switch. Switch joined. Yeah, so um, it was completely <laughs> dead. I plugged it in, completely dead, wasn't charging. So I got on my laptop, composed an email to Nintendo saying, what should I do? Knowing full well that we like, oh, you'll have to send your Nintendo in. And yeah. um, I keep hearing just recently people sending their Nintendo in for like an issue that's got nothing to do with the game saves. And it comes yeah. back, and they've had to wipe the game saves. Yeah, so I was, I was really nervous. Yeah. So they said, "Oh yeah, send it in." And I, after I sent the email, I went back yeah. to my switch, which was still plugged in, and it had started to charge. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't turn on. But it had a yeah. little charge logo in the corner, and it took ages. Left it on for another hour and a half, and then the screen went blank. And it would let me turn it on. It had reached a charge, enough charge that it would let me turn it on. Mm. But then it still wouldn't work in the dock. So I was like, okay, oh, so, the, so the dock's broken. And I put this out on Facebook in a gaming group I'm in. And someone said, oh, you live in such and such. I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, I had a power cut too. I've got a switch dock. You can come and stick it in mine. <laughs> See if it works. So I went to his house. Yeah. Um, which was a bit weird. <laughs> Didn't know the guy at all. I friended him on Facebook. He gave me his address. I went round. Nice yeah. guy. Really nice guy. Three <laughs> kids running around. Dropped it in his dock and it worked. Okay, so it's the dock. I can live with that. I haven't got to get rid of my things. But the dock cost 80 or 90 quid. Oh, and yeah, it's, yeah. And, <laughs> and it's out of stock on Nintendo's own website. Oh. And I don't want to get like a weird third-party seller on Amazon. So you need a new dock, or don't they replace the dock? Um, well, it's out of warranty. But oh, is it? Yeah. I don't think it had been out a year yet. Yeah, it's had its year, well, one-year anniversary, oh. about a month ago. Um, but um, I dropped it in the dock just by habit a few days later, 
and started charging. So I turned the telly on and it's working again. No way. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what the power cut did to my switch on the dock. Mm. But whatever, whatever dropping it into this other guy's dock um, unblocked some weird thing going on. Whether the dock just needed a minute to sort itself out, I don't know. But it's fine. It's all working. I'm touching mm. wood. Everything seems okay. So <laughs> uh, play. Yeah, lucky. I've never yeah. had an issue with Nintendo console. And I thought, oh, my saves are going to be gone. Why don't you do... I tweeted the internet and said, why don't you do cloud saving? But yeah, all fine <laughs> now. Panic good, good, over. Good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, um, let's leave all the game <laughs> stuff behind. I don't think there's anything we missed that we wanted to talk about. And let's mm-hmm. move on to our Netflix club. Yeah. So, the film this week was your pick. It was yeah. Spotlight, mm-hmm. um, which was about uh, the uh, Boston newspaper, the Boston Globe, mm-hmm. exposing the uh, huge number of paedophiles in the Catholic Church. Yes. Good, yes. strong cast, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant cast. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I mean, don't get me wrong, didn't love the subject matter. Yeah. But um, loved the way the film was done with such respect and delivered and the performances and it was great. Really, really enjoyed it. Really, really hit the spot. Yeah, I think they, they, um, they didn't go into too much detail on the paedophilia no. stuff. Obviously, it was there, but yeah. it wasn't they didn't dive into the actual details of it it was just it never got really creepy no do you know what I mean like that that no, one was the it, nun it, one the documentary about the nun yeah um, the keepers the keepers that was yeah, it, shockingly detailed and to the yeah. point where it was just uncomfortable and it was important documentary yeah, yeah it was important to get all that detail out there but at the same time it's like you could have hinted at that yeah but sometimes that's worse um, <laughs> yeah, true. With um, with Spotlight, I think they did enough in the very first scene for you to realise how serious this was in the police station. Yeah. And I think from there, you kind of was like, oh, straight away, turn my stomach. I was like, you fucking mm. bastards. And and they hit it home. They did that scene so well, it hit home then how serious it was, the subject matter, and then obviously we all know it's serious. And then the rest, it was kind of like, well, how did they go about exposing this and obviously showed you how they did it, the, the investigative work. I mean, it probably they didn't go into as much detail as I expected, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, but th- there was little parts here and there where he's like, like when she goes to that house and the priest answers the door and he goes, no, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't molest them. No, he, no, he was saying he did, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he says, yeah, I, I did molest him. He says, but it, it wasn't like that. I wasn't a dirty old man or something like that. I can't remember what his words were, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, no, he, he, didn't he say, he goes, like, I, I did, yeah, you know, I, I, I raped them, but I never enjoyed it. No, because I, it wasn't for me. No, didn't he say, I didn't rape them? I've oh, been raped. Yeah, that was I've it. been raped, and I know what that's like. Yeah. That, and, like... Obviously, there was something wrong there, but then, obviously, his sister came to the door who knew how fucked up it was. Yeah. And that's what annoyed, like, got to me, and, like, obviously, it gets 
like it's to people like she knew who Mr. Pooh was, but she still had that that um protect her round the neck. Round her neck. Oh, the, the, um, oh the, um, the crucifix. Yeah, the crucifix. She still had that on as like one minute, so you can see what's going on within the, the archdiocese or something like that. And then, mm. um, but you still want to defend them, and you think that's all right for what they're doing to little boys and girls and. Well, well, I, guess, I guess her, I guess her faith and the organised religion yeah. are separable in yeah. her mind. But I mean, she the fact that she came out. Knew what was going on with the, 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 yeah. her brother, and, and was like, "No, you you go away to the reporter. You go away. You do not come back. Yeah, stop bothering us." Did you think he was all there? I think he was a bit gone, that old guy. Yeah, definitely. He I was a bit like... too open about it. Yeah, she couldn't believe her luck, could she? <laughs> no, she was like, "What?" what? I got she scrambled the notebook, didn't she? And... Yeah, writing it all down. She made him say it like three times. So you admit you molested these boys. Like, yeah, yeah, but I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't for me. Yeah, <laughs> it was just the way he delivered it, and then obviously the Mark Ruffalo scene that was really good, where he gives his big speech, you know, like about how wrong it is and whatnot. And yeah, how you know it could have been you, it could have been me. I thought that was really good. Mm. Um, I thought it had been him. Did you? I had a feeling he'd he'd he's. His faith had lapsed due to that, but then obviously he doesn't. Well, he, um, was just, he was so angry and intense about yeah. the whole thing, and it seemed to touch him on a more personal level than the other reporters. Yeah, he's a good actor, though, Mark Ruffalo is. He is. Um, I really enjoyed the Michael Keaton scenes when he went to his mates and was like, look, you need to get out in front of this. Mm-hmm. And then like when um, the guy who represents the church goes to meet him in the bar, and he goes, look, they'll all go away, but you've still got to live in this city. Mm. And, he's, and he's like, "Oh, is this the how it works?" Like he doesn't say shakedown, but he says something else, doesn't he? Mm. And I can't remember his words. But he's basically know. like, y- "You're right. You're trying to blackmail me. Like I've got to step away from this. Otherwise, you'll make my life hell." Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. But uh, so good the way, the pacing of it, the way it weaved yeah. it, the way it built it up. Yeah, it was expertly done, like directed and planned out yeah. and it was really really good I think it won an Oscar didn't it for best film or best yeah, screenplay I don't know. I don't it definitely know. won an Oscar for like best director film or screenplay one of those I'd never heard of it until you mentioned it yeah I remember um, getting rave reviews um, just before the Oscars and I really wanted to watch it and I never did for some reason but I have now I'm glad I watched it I love films like that yeah it's very good definitely Everyone should set aside. Yeah, watch time that. Time to watch that. That was a really good film. It's a true story too, obviously. And the yeah. facts at the end, you know. Oh my god! The Emily Church is the thing. <laughs> or... <God. laughs> I mean, there were seventy-eight. Um, what are they called? Vicars, not vicars. What are they called? Priests. Priests. That seventy-eight was it, or eight? Something like that. Something like that. In just Boston, that they uncovered, mm. um, and found out they were all like. Uh, child ministers yeah. that the yeah. church had just shuffled around yeah. to hide what was going on and those yeah. out of court settlements so that's just Boston and at the end of the film it says and since then these yeah. are all the cities where major paedophilia uh, crimes the church has committed have been discovered mm. there's like three pages full of tiny text of all these places in America no it mm. wasn't just America it was the world 
Yeah, it was like Brazil and yeah. London. Yeah, of where they found like big yeah. organised child molestation stuff. It's like, oh my god. Mm. It's terrible. Just that's just Catholic <laughs> priests. Yeah. It's so weird that that is that 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 seems to be a thing within the Catholic Church. Yeah. I mean, why? Why are they all? Or not all. Why are a lot of them paedophiles? It's so weird. God knows, mate. And then that guy who was like the head of the Boston, all the Boston priest. Yeah. After that scandal. Got a promotion. Yeah. So he was like the head of some very prestigious church. It was, the, it was like the third most prolific role within the Catholic church, was it, or something yeah, in like Rome. that? Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, fantastic film. Well, I presume that everyone who listens to this has watched it. If you haven't, don't feel like we've spoiled it because. No, oh, no, because you, if you, even if you just go on IMDb and read out the, you know, the synopsis, you know what it's about. But it's, it's the better performances, isn't it? That the way they deliver it. Yeah. You know, it's like if you go to watch that new film, The Post, which I think is about the Watergate scandal. Is it and? Or you watch JFK, you know what it's about, but you still you know want to watch it. Go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's really gripping, really good. Yeah, very good. Right. My pick for the next next yeah. club. Drum roll. Drum roll. Go on, give me a drum roll. That's the best I got. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight special. Seen it, but brilliant film. Ah, oh, I knew you would have seen it. You've seen everything. <laughs> Sorry. It's absolutely fantastic. And you know what? I probably will watch that again. Good. I love Michael Shannon. Don't know who that is, but good. It's, it's a really good film. Okay. Well, Dave's glowing endorsement. I've got to watch it, and then we'll talk spoilers on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Now, you've seen some other films at the cinema. Yeah. And the one in particular I'm very keen to hear about. Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is split but, this is split opinion among regular cinema goers and critics. Has it? Yeah. Well, I it's, know your it's, take. it's rotten tomato score is really high, I think it's like eighty five percent. Who votes that score? The public? Um, no, you have two, you have the public and the critics, and the critics one is about eighty five percent last time I checked. Okay. Um okay. First up, in my opinion, do not bother watching this film in 3D. Um, unless it's just my eyes and my son's, because we both said there was trailers before in 3D which were really good. And then when we watched the film, we both said, well, there was nothing special in that. And let's not forget, a lot of this film is based in a virtual world, so video games. And I thought I thought it would really stand out, but only one section stood out in 3D, and the rest was, you know, it just because it makes the screen darker. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for me, it, it took a lot away from the film. I wish I just had just watched it in 2D. When I came at the cinema, my initial thoughts were, hmm, like meh. But okay. I, after I thought about it a little bit longer, I felt like that. That's the last few times I think because the cinema the cinema I go to was just awful and uncomfortable I think it's been ruining the experience from the last few times um, 
the more I thought about it after some more I thought, you know what, that was actually really good. Uh, not good as in spotlight good, as in, wow, great performances, mm-hmm. um, the way they delivered it, but like, fun, good. Like, I, I like the book, and I know, like, the book gets called um, trash and it's got so much wrong with it, blah, blah, blah. But in the end of the day, it is what it is, and it's not, you know, it's not war and peace. It's not trying to be, like, as good as the Harry Potter world or anything like that. It's just something for people, locals who 80s nostalgia and that, and video game fans can watch and enjoy and get all the ref- read and enjoy and get all the references. Mm. Um, it's a bit of like a turn your brain off book, really. Like, you know, when you go to watch a film like Predator or something like that. Yeah. And the, the game, the film takes a lot of the main story from it, but it changes bits and bobs. And to be fair, it's not as good as the book in those elements, but it's better than the book in a lot of other ways. Um, Do you think it's worth reading the book first? Did you feel um, that helped? Which you it got in the way? I would say read the book first. Um, because in a way the book does certain things better but in other ways the film does stuff better mm. um, it's hard to explain really but basically I, I would I would say if you like video games if you really like the yeah, 80s nostalgia strangers things lots of stuff give it a try because it, it is a fun watch the real world parts are lacking a little bit because the cast it, they don't quite they don't connect well for me. They don't mm. gel that well. Whereas the virtual world part, parts are really good. They look amazing. The opening sequence is fucking brilliant. <laughs> really, really good. Um, and the, the battle at the end is really good. The the bit when they go to the Shining, the hotel in the Shining, that's mm. amazing. Um, but the real world bits just slow it down so much and they drag it back and think, oh, but... There's so few and far between that you can kind of forgive it. <laughs> Sounds like um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I suppose it does in a way, but because <laughs> obviously they're getting the, the VR units, yeah, the Animus. Yeah, but I'm not doing it justice really. The way I'm trying to talk about it because it's it's really hard to explain. Like you've got the real world parts, which they look fine. Yeah. But the cast just don't connect there, but then when the cast are just, just like CGI, they do connect. See, I haven't seen that... this running at all. So it, the real world stuff is real actors, and then when they're in the yeah, it's real actors, world. like they're in the real world, like me and you are. Uh-huh. But then they put on these VR headsets and suits so they can feel each other. What you know, if you touch me in the game, I can feel you touching my shoulder in this suit I'm wearing in my trailer. Yeah, that kind of thing, and when they have those connections in the game, it works in the, the Oasis. It works so much better the connection between the characters. But in the real world, you're like, nah, it's a bit wooden. Mm. I'm not, fit, I'm not, I'm not buying into that relationship. But in the in Oasis, I bought into it a lot more. I don't know. It's, there's just something missing. Whereas usually Spielberg films, they have a lot of heart. This does have heart, but only in the Oasis. In the real world parts, it doesn't. Do you think that's intentional? No, I possibly, but I don't think so. I think because in the book, there's a lot more real world. Go on, no, go on. In the book, no, go on. You go. I was going to say it's not about being geeky and awkward and like typical gamer stereotype in the real world. In the book, 
he is a massive nerd and that, and they try to put that across a little bit in this, but they don't get it across as much as they should, in my opinion. Mm. They kind of wash over that, how much he knows about, um, I can't remember the names of them all, um, the guy who made the Oasis, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. They kind of, and like, there's, this, there's this kind of relationship between this old woman who lives in the trailer, like three or four below him in the book, and the, mm. you see it at the start and you see it at the end, but in the book, Massive, massive spoiler. Do you want me to say this to you? No, no, no spoiler. Right. Don't spoil it. <laughs> but it's something else happens. There's something in the book between yeah. him and her, and the, it's never even mentioned in that. And you're like, oh. And it's just like, wow. That was quite important because they have a lot of conversations in the book, and none of that happens in the um, film. Is that, it's got, are, are the bits that are the conversation bits they have? Are they story elements that get told in another way in the film? No, it's just character building, and it, for yeah. me, it's what made the real world feel a bit more, like I say, give it a bit more heart, which mm. Spielberg usually excels at, and it, it doesn't have that in the real world, whereas in the Oasis, it has plenty of it for me. It is a good film, though, and I do think like people should watch it, especially if you're a video game fan or child of the 80s or whatnot, because it is good and it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's loads. I mean, you won't even be able to spot all the references. There's that many in the the Easter eggs, as they call them. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I'm not sure. Loads. It's doing really well in China. It's doing. It's probably going to cross 500 million by the end of this weekend. Um. The people are already on about it. They will make a Ready Player Two. Um. I don't know who they need to. No, standalone. Yeah, I think I think it's perfectly fine as a standalone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. So recommended? Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I say, in the cinema, I was enjoying it, but the seats are so bad where I go that it was. It started to get. I started shuffling a lot and that. And like I say, it's got an amazing opening sequence. I mean, my son and daughter came to me, and they were both like, "Oh, wow!" Like you know, like yeah. you know, and. It's got some good action sequences in the middle. The real-world action sequences don't work for me. Um, but the other parts, like, I like the evil corporation um, in it. I can't remember the names again. They call them the Sixers, but it's called... Um, it's 101 or IOI or something like that. Anyway, that kind of works. Um, but the relationship between the actual characters who are friends in the Oasis doesn't work in the real world. And the end action sequences is phenomenal. Really, really good. That part is, mm. yeah, and it's funny. It's, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not laugh out loud funny, but it is funny in parts. And it's got like this part where they go to the Shining Hotel, which is, I mean, I didn't expect it. Obviously, my daughter got a bit scared because this thing happens, and you're like, <laughs> oh god, but what uh, that is was it? Quite, is it PG 12, 12A, 12A, yeah, which is like 12 of an adult. <laughs> no, not 12 of an adult, no, it's 12. Or under 12 of an adult. Yeah, yeah. 12A. So I can't take H of Eve, you know, that's, that's my issue. Yeah. Makes it yeah, all good. So watch it if you're a gamer. We'll, we'll give it a go. Oh, yeah, I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm not saying go to the cinema and watch it. I'm just saying, like, you should watch it at some point. Hmm. You seen anything else? Yeah, I went to watch um, Ghost Stories last weekend um, with the wife. She wasn't impressed at all. She just, she said it was a stupid film. <laughs> um, I I liked it. I liked the way it built up. I liked the idea for the ending. It 
didn't work for me. It wasn't like this huge twist because there's no real clues to it. Mm. Um, whereas like a good twist shows you a lot of clues at the end, like the Sixth Sense. I'm not even saying spoiler because if you haven't seen the Sixth Sense by right now, then <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but some but, people like, are young, Dave. Right, but well, right, well, in the sixth sense, the twist. Bruce Willis just call it the twist. Just call it the twist. Just call it the <laughs> twist. <laughs> there's hints throughout the film, and when they show you those hints back at the end of the film, you know, it just shows you, shows you that scene, shows you that scene, shows you that scene. You go, oh my god, yeah. Why didn't they put that together? It tries to do that at the end of Ghost Stories, and like, hmm, well, that's vague, that's vague, that's vague, that's vague. It's clever, but it's there's no real connection for us to think oh we're so stupid how did we not put that together yeah. and that's why you love a twist because you're like shit why didn't I work that out and yeah. that's why, why didn't I see that <laughs> yeah and then um, it doesn't have that it's not that scary either it's it's um, it's what's the word it's creepy tense. in parts no no I wouldn't even say it's tense creepy in parts and then there was one scene where I admit I did go fuck I jumped and went fuck me like that and the bloke behind laughed at me and <laughs> and it was a proper horror trope like everybody knew what was coming but it was done so fast except you yeah uh, even my missus didn't jump um, <laughs> but it gets certain things right like in the baby's room when the blocks start building themselves because there's a pot and I thought wow that, that, that's really good that's creepy that's horrible mm. but then other parts don't work and the ending didn't quite work and there was a lot of those gags where they say something funny but there's a silence afterwards and mm. something, but there's no crowd in the film so you should just progress something funny's happened but keep going yeah. but there's like that silence like where you're waiting for everyone to laugh and that they put that in there for the audience in the cinema to laugh. I don't know. I don't know. That it's that my cousin watched both the theatre play and the cinema, and he said he didn't enjoy it as much as the play because the play worked better on stage. He says, "But it's very faithful." And I thought, "Well, fair enough." Mm. Um, it starts off really slow as well, but it does, when it does build, it gets better. Um, it's one of those where I'd say watch it to make your own mind up because I think people will love it and I think other people will just think, oh God, that's terrible. I think it will be Marmite. Mm. Whereas I am in the middle on it, which is so it's not Marmite in a way to me. <laughs> but um, there's a lot to like, but it's not scary enough. And I did think afterwards, bollocks, I wish I'd gone to watch A Quiet Place instead. Oh yeah, I might be going to see that with work. Yeah, I was a bit like shit because I went to watch that earlier in the week and he said it was fantastic, and I thought yeah, but I wanted to see those stories and play in the theatre and I never got a chance. So I thought fuck it, I'll go and watch that instead. And then it didn't work. <laughs> a quiet place looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, actually, yeah, I say that. I think it looks awful, but everyone says it's really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen. Like mega tra- a lot of trailers or anything on it. I think from what I've read and I saw the small clip of that move back, I thought that looks intriguing. But is it going to be another bit? You know, one of those horror films. Quiet, 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 quiet. Bang! Quiet, 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 quiet. Bang! Quiet, 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 quiet. You know, Insidious style. Bang! Yeah. Which I've got no problem with. But um, obviously, it's not from what I've read and watched on YouTube. It's supposed to be brilliant. I've only seen one clip 
and the, where the, uh, the family's walking on sand and the kid at the back starts making some noise and the, the whole film's based around there's monsters or aliens on the planet and if you make a noise they can't see you if you make a noise they will find you and kill you and um that that sounds weak to me as a plot yeah. everyone is raving about it yeah I mean I think what, what from what I've gathered is that it's it's um, the performances and that there's barely any dialogue in the film yeah. and the way they convey the emotions through the acting and from what I've heard is one of you said there was by the end of the film they felt like they've been like in a boxing match or something because they were so tensed up for so mm. long which is understandable yeah you know well, like from what because I love a film I mean I watched um, It Comes at Night the other day and um, it was scenes in that where I was just sitting there and I was like I didn't realise until the scene had passed and I was like oh relax relax <laughs> do you know what I mean like why am I sitting here all stiff because I was on my edge of my seat thinking what's going to happen what was that you're watching? Um, it comes at night, a horror film. That well, I'll say horror, um, psychological horror more than anything. A bit like The Last of Us. Give it a shot. Good film. Very short, hour and a half. I, I'm sure you psychological horror. Remember that Gerard, Gerard's game? Gerald's game? Yes, yeah. That we watched. I saw um, a clickbait thing on the internet. It's like the 20 most... No, the 20 most dangerous... Um, people in jail right now and the image was the guy in the court scene at the end of that really? I was like do me a favour oh one yeah. of those clickbait ones yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. I know what you're on about so, they're always popping up on mine why is so and so not getting any roles in Hollywood anymore oh god yeah I hate that all that crap I never click on them but I am intrigued to see what it would take me to but I never click them I'm not going to give them the money yeah a load of crap drive me mad Ugh. I hate them <laughs> but, but why isn't Brendan Fraser getting any roles in Hollywood anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not clicking. Yeah, it's bollocks. Hate it. I, I'm surprised because they're always advertised at the bottom of like decent websites, like at the bottom of like the Guardian, yeah, like, the bottom of, like IGN, or, yeah, Rugo. It's like don't have these on your site. They're awful, and they are very clickbaity, like by design. But I mean. People must leave your site clicking on these things. There's mm. no proper adverts in there. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's all the chat we had. And a massive tangent here and there. And a massive tangent here and there, yeah. Uh, next time we record, we'll have a God of War to talk about. Yeah, we'll be doing a lot of talking about that. So it'll probably be the whole episode, but that's next time. Um, but I'll wrap it here. Uh, this has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. Um, if you want to catch me on Twitter, I'm at Anthony Holmes. That's Anthony with an H. Dave is at Dave Holmes 82. Uh, give us questions for the podcast. Give us feedback. Give us a rating on iTunes. That'd be fantastic. Um, suggest us films to watch for Netflix Club. That'd be good because I always pick a film Dave's seen. Maybe you can pick one that he hasn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll good luck Yeah. No, you've watched everything. You've been my head in. That's why I pick shit comedies. <laughs> I thought you ain't seen them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you next time. Uh, see you later. What were you going to do? I thought 
Alpagar. <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs>